From Fargo, North Dakota, the home of Star Fireworks, this is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. This very special pyro podcast is all about the people and the passion of fireworks and is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. And now, here's Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. Brian, what is this job all about? Fire. Kind of miss Glenn Campbell. I do too. It's one of those singers you can always depend on. Uh, What was he cutting your lawn? But I don't want them from poor people because <laughs> they'll be too depressing. I, I find it uh, amazing how I must be the only one that can walk, talk, and work at the same time. You're the only one? I, I think so. You know, you got Trump on speed dial. Just give him a, give him a call. Ring him up. And let him know what you're thinking. I was going to try and get him on this podcast, but it is Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> so this could be like uh, broke, back broke back star. star. Broke yeah, back, broke back yeah, star. Broke back and if you had the choice, if I said, Ron, would you like to be happy or would you like to be double happy? I would choose double happy. I like to call it cartel night in couple stuff with this. Because, you know, Friday and Saturday, the bars are all busy. So I like to call it cartel night. So my new slogan. In for cartel night is the drink you turn down may be your last. Stay thirsty, my friend. <laughs> Gene Simmons vault experience. Yeah, sweet. All like I try and get the fireworks to be perfect. Right. And then all our duds, we sell the memory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send these to Dino. What? That was no. <laughs> you stole my thunder. That was my next. Point. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm gonna. Do, you're gonna do. I do. You're gonna do 99 cents. I'm gonna do 99 cents. We're gonna send him 10 a day. Be like, I want that. No, I think he would think more about killing himself. No, <laughs> I think so. No. He'd be like, that's right, I'm going to die anyway. Might as well do it today. No, no. Well, maybe oh, I hope it's not. Turn the big lug around. They might turn the big lug around. I don't think it's customizable, and I don't have time to actually text Dino if you all five times a day, but yeah, I do. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. So many skeletons in that closet. You're like a White Walker but, uh, in Game of Thrones. But that is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you're, you're, the, you're the talent. Exactly. I'm the movie star. You're the producer. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want me to get her to say like some sexy stuff to you for next time? No. No? I think I just like it as a recording from Kazakhstan. Oh. Just today. So yes. I was trying to promote this, but well, it didn't go anywhere. That's why I'm sitting in your family room recording <laughs> this podcast. You know, some rehearsal time. You know, me and you just sitting there and, and reading this over and over. And a better yeah. script, probably. And a better script. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a comedy writer. Yeah, you're not a journalist like I am. <laughs> I wouldn't like my Desert Eagle gun then. Yeah, yeah, that, that coming out of my little pony at 80, yeah, 80 miles an hour coming right at you. Cartel night. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no color. <laughs> just mass, no color. Just, just mass just murder. murder. <laughs> I like no color, just murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, I want to know what kind of day he's on. Four forms of ice cream, a head of lettuce, and a carton, a carton of Parliament cigarettes. And stuff at the end. We have a death scene. <laughs> have you been, <laughs> sounds like you've been consulting with my doctors. <laughs> Dino got run over by a John Deere. They didn't know what it We're going to put a new sign up there, transgender call. There you go. It would just make a ring. Even ball. doctors make mistakes. I mean, look at Clay. <laughs> Labradors, they uh, broke everything. They break everything. Both, obviously, the NFA, and, and they want to, we're going to 
talk today about the boom tax. Here I got Louie with his hands in his Sky Bacon. Sky Bacon. We called Sky him Bacon. Sky Bacon. We named him. We got a new name for him. Louis, I think you should name your boat Sky Bacon. Oh, that would, that would so be so cool. cool. But he, it wouldn't matter because we're still not going to be invited. If you know, and you feel so sorry for him, even a fish is like, I, I don't know what happened. I can't swim no more. You know, he, can you he's talk got like that a, one eye. Talk like a Jewish, a Jewish fish. fish. I don't know what happened, Maury. I'm bent. I don't know what happened. I was having a condition. Next thing you yeah. know, I'm all bent. <laughs> I'm bent Where here. Where am I going? You know? All right, John and Dino. That was a pretty, that was a pretty good opening there. there a lot you of go. clips you had to go through. Uh, yeah, we did, we did. You know what? They tend to run together, right? It's uh, episode seventy-nine, and you know we did a lot of cool things over the last year, and you tend to forget about it. So yeah. you know, PGI in Mason City, NFA in Wichita, some more parody songs. We try to get a good sample of what you did in the last twelve months, so we don't forget. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I love when you call you 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 always you you throw in that last dig. We tell Louie he should call his boat Sky Bacon, but you said it doesn't matter because you still own it. <laughs> but it's anyway. Well, that's part is true. Yeah, yeah. So these, you know these 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 boaters that you have or so-called friends with boats that you have, they're really select boaters they don't really invite just everybody like i do they just they're really select here so-called friends some of them are family members well some of them are but once yeah. again very select family members you have i think all their boats just have signs on it you know uh yeah. you know no round the bankers allowed and that's yeah it. and then of course i get grouped into that so yeah <laughs> do you uh do you live out here dino out in uh fargo do you get invited on a lot of boats out here everybody goes to the lakes out in minnesota well, yeah, I've been out to the lakes and I've been on boats. Yeah, um, no, see, you got to hang out with Dino, John. Yeah, he's got like better friends. Yeah. <laughs> I do the traveling thing a lot in the summer, so I'm not here enough to go on the boats. Oh, okay. Maybe this year though. There's a, there's, yeah. Well, I, you know what? I'm not much of a boater anyway. We went on Louis's boat. We almost had a walk it in. Well, we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did, but that's why I told you to get off the back end. <laughs> Set in the front. <laughs> you got to put the weight disbursement there. Well, we uh, walked in it. All right. Well, this is episode 79, John. All right. Uh, no, good amazing. God. I, Steve, you got to think of a, a something good for our 100th uh, anniversary we need to do. Yeah, we're going to do 100 grams for 100, years, 100 months. <laughs> oh, That'd my really God. Easy. We're going to do a fountain. <laughs> yeah, that'll take us a while to get to 500 grams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You and I won't be dead by then. So, but, And we're actually in a different location. This is... What is it, KFGO Radio? This is really cool. This is really nice in here. Yes. Yeah, we got like our own little office and, you know, soundproofing on the walls. It's almost professional. This has really inspired me now. I, I'm going to go home and open one of these. This is really nice. There you I go. Like this. You, you like the microphones. You got your own little white couch. You're all good to go. Yeah, and I can uh, put a desk there. I can actually do work there and then just, you know, clean off my stuff and ready for a podcast. <laughs> I like it. I'd yeah. like to see you operate the equipment. No, no, no. no. Oh. I would just do my daily yeah. routine stuff. And oh, then, okay. But use the same desk as your equipment and uses. Oh, there you so, go. Watch out the microphone. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> I almost knocked the microphone over. Yeah, but this is uh, one of the radio stations in Fargo that you do advertise a lot because pyro guys need to advertise, whether it's print or radio. Mm-hmm. What do you prefer advertising, print or radio? Neither. <laughs> well, it costs <laughs> money, but... Um, no, I uh, I like the radio. Radio, I, I think radio reaches the most people in the summertime because people are out listening to boats and cars and I mean, uh, you know, going on in their boats and sitting in their backyards and stuff. So, I do like uh, radio the best. Um, I fear sometimes with uh, serious radio and all those that 
we are losing get, yeah. listeners because right. people don't want commercials and stuff. So we try and make our commercials kind of interesting, so people and and switch them up so people don't oh, right. they know right away what this is and they just shut it off. Yeah, you know? yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've we've, we've, we've even made a few commercials. Yeah, we made a few commercials uh, in my bedroom there in the living room. And um, yeah, so, what do you uh, what do you think? Do you know who do you think you get more bang for your buck on the print or the radio? I think the radio you get more bang for your buck. Yeah, and too, we right? always having. And you're always having those guys at the at the Star Fireworks doing live broadcasts. Yeah, one year we decided to uh, not do it, uh, just because it is, you know, sometimes it's crazy and you're busy and it's hard to make appointments. But the nice thing about when you have a uh, remote, as they call them, mm-hmm. basically you you own that station for the next two or three hours. You know, right. you're always on there. You're doing breaks. They're talking about you even though you're not on the on the air. So um, I, I guess they do make sense, and uh, mm-hmm. we have gotten some people that came in off the road and stop and right. get tickets and get uh, you know cakes or whatever we decide to give away. Yeah, they're usually giving away ball tickets. Yeah, a lot of giveaways, you know. See, sure. with the print, they all still come in looking for the coupons. It's right. not like they're bringing them in, so I don't know if the print helps a lot or not. Right. Yeah, we, we never really know what happens to the print. They all come and see any coupons. I'm like, you know, so yeah. it... It shows that I, I really do think that readership in a newspaper is completely down, as, as oh, yeah. I know it is in the big cities, but, you know, sometimes the little cities it's not. But uh, but they all come in looking for that printed coupon. <coughs> um, you never hear anyone say, well, I got the coupons online, you know, and we do have those online as well, right, on our website? Uh, no. Oh, okay, so that might be... Uh... Well, it's all internet-based, and you have SaveCoin, which is yep. a form of advertising. It's like a Groupon or, or whatever, and... For as you know, for as annoying as those little coupons can be, and for they do drag us down when we're trying to, when you got a line out the door and you're trying to redeem a coupon, but it does actually, it it val, you know, you you get real live results. You see people coming in, so you know it's working. Yeah, you you that's exactly it. You get real results. Nobody forgets that coupon. They all come in, yeah. and you know exactly what you're going to spend on that advertising. So. Yeah, I mean it has it has its value, and we hope that people come in and spend a little more money uh, than the coupon goes for. But you know, sometimes what, what, it is. What are your thoughts about Savecoin? I know Dina John, loves them. Uh, my thoughts about Savecoin is John likes it. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. So, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, having the count works. It, it's it's. I mean, I wish they'd perfect. I mean, it hasn't moved forward in. Yeah, the technology. Know, got, the yeah. technology hasn't moved forward like with a barcode that can be integrated into yeah. our Well, system. I think that's something that we need to sit down with Safecoin and, yeah. and give them ideas. You know, I always say, if, um, you know, if there's something's not working great, you know, we got to talk to them because they have the resources, they have right. the money. And um, yeah, we, we actually had an extra girl. You paid an extra girl yesterday yeah. on staff to redeem the coupons running back and which, forth between yeah. all the registers, which cost you money. Cost more money. Right. And uh, so it's a very good, where it's a very good deal for the people who have the save coins, but yeah, we need to address and, um, and we can be part of that meeting that says, Hey, you know, you guys want to, we want to deal with you, but you got to step up your game a little bit. And, uh, and I don't think it'd be a problem. They probably could do it. They just, no one ever gives them the idea. Maybe they don't, maybe nobody redeems as many save coins as us. So it, it's right. not a big problem for anybody else, but in our, right. uh, in our, in our, uh, environment may we need to talk to save coin and say hey we need a barcode or something on it yeah yeah yeah, yeah that would that would do. that would be extremely helpful that's for sure yeah 
All right, well, enough of that that talk. Let's do, go right into Pyro Purge. So this is the selling season. It started. Uh, so what's what are, what are your thoughts so far? I know the warehouse has never been better. You had an all-star rocking crew. Yeah, the uh, warehouse has been better. The front end is running really smooth. The uh, store's been kind of busy, I think. So, uh, yeah, it looks like it's pretty good. We're moving some merchandise, and um, yeah, and I think it's been pretty any good. Any particular item selling better or what's selling best or what have you well, noticed a trend? It seems like the 500 grams are still selling better than all of them. It seems like the nine-shot racks have slowed down a lot. No, and the the 60-gram canisters are selling. Yeah, and the 60-gram canisters. But all the other smaller reloads aren't this year. So what's a 60-gram canister? Just a reloadable canister shell? Yeah, reloadable canister shells, but a, a bigger version of it. And uh, well, just is that all noise or color? Or? Uh, both. No, both. But it seems like you know, with the 60 gram, you always hear that big, that big thug that comes out. Oh yeah, round, you like and that. That's kind of yeah, nice, yeah. you know. And I think a lot of people like that. But it just goes to show you that um, in the firework industry, outside of the children's aisle and stuff, it's just that people want bigger, bigger, bigger. You know. Right. And it seems that it shows in sales. You know, they all want the 500 right. grams. They'll buy the 60 gram shells. I remember years ago we couldn't keep the um, those Hitman and Whistling Artillery and Crackling right. uh, on the shelf. It was always restock, restock, and you know we keep them on sale and they're and, and they're we keep, yeah we have them on sale. They just they don't move as much as they used to. It's all the bigger, they, uh, yeah. Yeah. bigger, bigger, bigger. Right. Well, and there's been some things in the news as there always is around the Fourth of July with some incidents going off and you know the the bigger stuff that. You need to really know what you're doing. You need to just be safe. It, it's never, you know, it's, whatever. When somebody gets hurt, they're always doing it the wrong, something wrong, or they're doing it in a way it's not intended, or they're just drunk. Yeah, that, I mean, that's really the biggest issue here. Is is you know, even if you're letting a, a young child play with something that you don't even know what it is, why would you let you know them play with it if you don't know what it is? You know, and. Uh, and if you don't know what a firework is, then, you know, that might not be, you, you might want to, you know, do your research and read the instructions on the back of the box first, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, yeah, I, I, at the end of the day, light it and run away yeah. and, until you're until you're sure it's over. You don't put it on your head, hold it in your hand, throw it, don't do any of that stuff because you're just asking for trouble. Yeah, most of the time, I'd say 99.9% .9 of the accidents are human error. And it's because they are just goofing around or joking around or trying to prove something, you know. Right, right. And uh, it kind of reminds me of the waitress the other night at, uh, at at Denny's. She was trying to impress us with her great memory by not writing anything down. And <laughs> I've asked her more than once, please write mine down then. <laughs> we went to dinner without you the other night. And uh, that's the first comment Dino had because the waitress took well, there was five of us, five of us, and you know we had a couple special orders and she didn't write a thing down and Dino's like I know she's gonna get it you know John would say that uh, why isn't she writing it down but yeah. she got it yeah yeah well, ours failed miserably you know and then she's yeah. like, oh, maybe I'm not as good as I I thought I was and I'm like I know but I still have to tip you and pay you so this is what's wrong here. right and if I want my food the right way it's going to be another 20 minutes till I get it yeah so uh, <laughs> so we did we did uh, we did something completely different last night we went downtown because I've had a, such a taste at night for just like a barbecue hot dog or something you know I'm working okay. working at 2 a.m. in the morning not a lot of places are open you can only do the so the Denny's and the IHOP so we decided to go downtown and go to one and visit one of the local food trucks 
which um, I know they've been out here for years, but when I first came to Fargo, we had nothing like that. We right. We had none of these food trucks on the corner. This is all. So it's just uh, like a mobile hot dog stand. Yeah, like a mobile hot dog stand. One yeah. guy was selling uh, Philly cheese steak and sausage. And uh, was a guy from Chicago here? Uh, I'm not sure who where he's from. But then we then we walked down a little bit because you know you have your you have your variety. You know each. But one guy was actually closing, which I thought was kind of foolish, since the other guy across the street was jam packed. Right. Because you know he closed, mm-hmm. and um, so I went over there, and it, yeah, food was good, and um, you know they're they're not uh, certainly not cheap food, that's for yeah. sure. But it was uh, it was very good. Yeah. You're up having hot dogs at two in the morning, and it's nine thirty, and we're here doing this. You're getting well. I guess it's it is the season. That's the season. There'll yeah. be plenty of time to rest later. Yeah, burning the midnight oil, you know, as they say. Okay. But uh, I I saw you the other day. I was laughing to myself. It just reminded me of like my dad used to yell at me. You had a guy in the warehouse. I think it was Mitch. Maybe I don't know who it was, but he was at the end of a roll of tape. Yeah. And rather than save that end of the roll of tape or put it on the package or do whatever, he just starts spooling it out, you know, just to waste it because he's like, oh, it's the end well, of the he, roll. He threw it away. And I said, yeah. oh, yeah, that's ta- right. He threw it away. He threw the tape away. I go, what are you throwing the tape away? There's still, do you throw scotch tape away when it be until, right. tape until it ends? <laughs> I never saw anyone throw a roll of tape away because they just thought it was there, over. Well, he thought there was probably another foot and a half, but there was actually probably about 10 to 15 feet of tape left. And he just keeps spooling it out. And Johnny's like, see what I mean? See what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but you know, once again, when it's not the their money they just think but you know right they think oh it's tape how how yeah. you know it's it's a couple pennies but but see that's the new millennials they don't care about wasting what? money or tape well or it's a anything. whole waste society now yes. nothing is permanent they don't they all live in apartments yeah. you know what i mean you, you, you i mean do you throw your shaving cream away because it feels light in the shower no, no. you use yeah. it until it's until all it's done, done. Yeah. yeah it's amazing but so, yes all right let, let's get into some news you ready okay all right so we I actually we got an email from larry farnsworth remember him he was on our boom tax yes he's uh he's president of gavel public affairs and uh he didn't have any information on the boom tax i got a little bit that later but he did send us an email about the uh yesterday's senate oversight hearing on the cpsc it's uh, an exchange between the, the Berkeley, she's the uh, for the CPSC, and uh, and the NFA. So Larry, and this was uh, Thursday, June 20th. So, uh, gentlemen, I wanted to pass on to you the following from yesterday's Senate Commerce Committee's subcommittee on manufacturing, trade, and consumer protection hearing on the CPSC. All five commissioners testified before the committee. Senator Jim Moran is the chair of the committee and started off the hearing by asking the CPSC acting chairwoman Anne-Marie Berkeley about the status of the proposed NPR. That's the the non-metals, the, the, the fireworks without the metals, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So he says, below is an exchange verbatim. Feel free to read it. Um, feel free to read it. Uh, we can't declare victory, uh, but it's a good sign the commission can't come to a consensus. So here it is. So this is Moran. So this is the uh, this is the senator. He goes to Berkeley, and she's, again, she's the uh, acting chairwoman of the CPSC. Uh, Moran to Berkeley. Since coming to the Senate, I've had conversations about fireworks. Fourth of July is around the corner. I've been interested in rulemaking efforts, the standard determination, the so-called air test that has been controversial and inconsistent in its application. Want to uh, update the agency's activities with respects to fireworks. 
Berkeley, the CPSC commissioner, responded, uh, fireworks NPR is still up before the commission. Unfortunately, we don't have a consensus among the five commissioners on how to proceed. Choices would be to bring it up and perhaps have it defeated. Some feeling among commissioners that it doesn't address safety issues is what we told them. Uh, some of the issues in it, the platform, yes, but other aspects of the proposed rule do not. The issue for industry is the uncertainty as to how we will proceed. The question I've talked about this with many senators and the concern regarding the uncertainty about a way forward. We can bring it up. Possibly it would be defeated, but then there would be certainty that nothing new would happen until we perhaps put forward another rule that would allow us to maybe more robustly address the safety, address the safety standards. So then Moran says, so is that decision pending on whether to bring it up? So it sounds like they can't come to a consensus, so she won't bring it to a vote because she doesn't want it defeated. But it's like, well, if it does, it's not broke, why f don't fix it? You know what I mean? They just want to do something, but they don't know what to do, right? You know, unfortunately, <clears throat> um, exactly it. They... Nobody wants to make a decision in the world anymore about, about anything, right. as we've talked about in banking and business. And but it doesn't all that. seem like there needs to be a decision on this. And yes, and the, C, <coughs> the CPSC, um, you know, is, is going down a path here that they realize is not going to change the safety of anything. There's there's nothing safe, more safe about fireworks if you take the metals out of fireworks, you know. Right. And. Um, <clears throat> And that's what really needs to be uh, to be addressed. The bottom line is that people really have to um, be careful on which way which way they vote because if it wasn't for the NFA fighting for this, because there are other people in the fireworks business that are saying, "Oh, we need to take the metals out because they don't care about real fireworks." Right. They're just concerned about their safe fireworks. So when you have a choice of what organization you should join, you should join the one that really supports what you want it to support, just like you do in politics or anything else. Right, right. And, um, you know, once again, the NFA is really fighting for the fireworks industry. These other organizations are not fighting for the industry at all. They're fighting for their own personal gain. Right. And uh, so I want to make, make everyone aware on that. And if we take the metals out of fireworks, that's, that's really not a safety issue, you know. Right. And uh, <clears throat> so that being said, I think that's one of the reasons why the Consumer Product Safety Commission realizes that this is not a safety thing at all because it's not right. going to change anything. Well, yeah, and it seems like they just – they if, if you've come to a consensus that you can't make a consensus, just vote on it and let it die. But they don't want to let it die. They feel like they have to do something. No, and I think there's organizations behind them that are pushing them right. to do this. And but the NFA is fighting hard in the other direction. And the NFA is proving to them that this is not going to change safety. So if you're really, uh, if you're if you're really the Consumer Product Safety Commission on safety, then this is not an issue that right. even should be voted on by them because it has nothing to do with safety. Right. So yeah, then that Moran, uh, the the senator says again. So is that decision pending on whether to bring it up? He's basically saying, come on, it's time to move. You know, you know the old saying, yeah. you know, blank or get off the pot. And then she says, yes, we can bring it up at any time. The commission can have a decisional, a public meeting to discuss it. Concern I've, ha I've heard from some of my colleagues is that it really doesn't affect safety. So why prom promulgate the rule? Moran says, well, it's interested me since yesterday. I've had two senators reach out to me about this topic. Interest in it has grown. 
in the failure to bring up and pass or defeat that proposal, what is the status of industry regulation today? And then she responds, today proposed rule is just that. It hasn't been finalized, so status quo remains. So I guess that's good news. Um, you know, status quo remains. But like you said, uh, you know, it's, it seems to be the NFA is really pushing the issues. People like the APA maybe, and right, that's the American Pyrotechnics yeah. Association. I think maybe they're they're kind of got a hand going the other direction yeah it just seems like um you know once again the big firework guys aren't really so really maybe they're so removed now from the fireworks industry that um it's just something that benefits them but doesn't really benefit the fireworks right. industry and the fireworks industry is what made them all their money so they really should um they should be concerned more about this and they seem to be going the other way so yeah um you know, if you're going to be joining any groups, you might want to make sure you join the right one. That's all I can tell you. You know, whatever benefits you, I guess. But, yeah. um, you know, NFA is doing a great job. And then, but everyone should still continue to go on that hashtag, Save Your Fireworks, because it's really important that to could, not only us as retailers and wholesalers, but also for the for the people in general the the general i mean look at all those people coming in and we should really have uh, more banners in our in our store uh, urging people uh to go on that as well yeah because that's really what we need to hear from are the actual people who support fireworks in general the the right. consumers right absolutely because it's a it's a one-year thing so they're not aware of it they just used to come into the store once a year get their fireworks and go home happy and they have a great fourth of july and then Okay, we'll see you next year. They don't really, we really don't know what's going on in the fireworks business because they're not in the fireworks business all year long. And I think that's one of the things these agencies prey on is the actual person is not aware of what's going on in the firework industry because it is only a once a year thing for them. But right. these guys are in the business every day and so is NFA and so are we. So we're on top of it, but the actual consumer it's just a once a year thing. So we really need to let him know that, hey, you're in, this is in jeopardy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's good. Save our fireworks. And then there's the website and you can listen to or go on YouTube and watch the videos or listen to our podcast where we talk with um, the P, uh, the NFA. Um, what was his name? Red Rhino. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Hauser. Steve Hauser. Steve Hauser. And we talk to Larry and stuff. And we mm -hmm. can even going back spencer elg we got a lot of good information so but uh uh pyrotechnics for trump's fourth speech did you hear about this john no i did not the trump administration has enlisted the help of two private fireworks firms to put on an extended pyrotechnics display as part of the president's overhaul of the nation's independence day celebration um and the mall it's going to be an approximately 35-minute show and will more than double the length of traditional fireworks event. Trump is all about fireworks. So Always has been. The, yeah. This boom tax thing, I mean, I know he's, is, is he's there now or whatever, so maybe this boom tax thing he'll... He'll, uh, you know, he'll 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 act kindly when it right. comes to fireworks. Well, you know, fireworks is an American tradition, um, way more than it is in Europe. It's American tradition, and uh, Americans support fireworks. Right. And um, you know, and I know President uh, Trump before he was president has always supported fireworks. So. Um, you know, sometimes these taxes get all looped together, but I think right. um, once they realize that it's it's such a hyper seasonal item and uh, it's not really going to do much uh, for 
um, for tariffs in the off season. Right. It you, means nothing, you know. When you get people coming in the store, do you know, does anybody ask you about the tariffs? Does anybody have it on their mind? No, nobody's said anything about the tariffs, just other dealers. The other dealers. Nobody knows about it. All the yeah. whole, all your other, all your retail yeah, guys. That, yeah, yeah, the whole I've had some, I've had uh, a lot of my customers come in, they'll ask me about it because most of the customers <clears> that come in uh, and speak to me are other business owners as well. And there's, hey, are those tariffs affecting you? Like they're affecting their businesses <laughs> yeah. and all that. But you know, out of all the customers that I talk to, um, no one is opposed to these tariffs because they realize, I think they realize the bigger picture in a lot of these uh, yeah. customers I talk to. And uh, they get it, they understand. And, um, you know, like we talked about uh, before, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, in the long run, hopefully the market, the market always bears. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen in this right. case. That's such an important thing to get off topic a little bit. You talk about the customers you talk to. I mean, you've, you were telling us that you had to go back at 2.30 in the morning because you had to pull an order together for a guy, and he was there this morning at 9. Last night, you were walking around with some guys. You were, you know, you, you until 12 o'clock, I saw you out there, and you even sh you shot. They, they only want they wanted to spend a limited amount. You took them outside. We shot off maybe four or five things. I think they might have spent double of what their original budget was, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but but they, yeah. uh, they get the, you know, you're, you're right there with them, and anybody, even if it's a... $50 show to a $5,000 show, you, you're walking them around the floor and, and they know exactly what they're getting because you, you, you tell them about everything. Dino, yeah. too. Dino's out there walking. They come back looking for Dino. Yeah, and that's why and, uh, you know, I had a couple people come in and ask for Nate because he, uh, he was yeah. pretty much extensive on the uh, floor. You know, we have uh, Cody B coming in today and uh, helping sales uh, this whole week. Yeah. So, you know, Sales are important no matter how big or small, and I think it would be wrong, you know, how many times have you walked in a car dealership, and I know I've walked in a car dealership, right. maybe I don't look like that, you know, big money guy, but, you know, and maybe I just look like a tire kicker, but bottom line is a salesman walks up to you and says, right. hey, can I help you, you know, you know, I might just buy a car. Right. When well, it, it helps if the salesman yeah. is passionate about the car he's selling, just like you're passionate about the fireworks yeah. you're selling, so... Well, so and so this show, John, this Trump's fireworks show uh, for Independence Day, it's 35 minutes, double the length, uh, according to administration officials, and will include an elaborate display illuminating a mile-long stretch of uh, above the Lincoln Memorial. Phantom Fireworks and Gruchy will donate equipment and personnel, according to the two companies. How much do you think uh, they say it's the the cost of a show like this is, according to Gruchy and Phantom? I'd say it's probably going to be about a hundred thousand. No, you're way off. Really? They say they, Gruchy and Phantom uh, will donate equipment and personnel worth seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, according to the two companies. Well, <laughs> if if you bill everything out like Bruce at Phantom bills out, yeah. So like I said, it's a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, but it's Phantom Fireworks. Yeah, it's so probably seven hundred. It's Easy. part of yeah Trump's uh, salute to America. Oh, it will include a flight show featuring the Navy Navy's Blue Seals and a jetliner. I don't know if the Jetliner and the Blue Seals are part of the cost, but no, that's just Gruchy and Phantom. Uh, show starts at 9.07, followed by 1. So, but And there was actually, you talk about Bruce. He, um, They talked to him uh, in this next story. So Bruce, he, Bruce Zolden, yes. CEO of Phantom Fireworks, uh, he's denying any quid pro quo 
I can't say that word, quid pro quo with Trump on China trade tariffs in exchange for his $750,000 donation. So Bruce, although he just wants to get his name out there and that's what he's doing, right? Exactly. But he's saying he doesn't want people to think that he's donating $750,000 so he's trying to get Trump to vote favorably on tariffs. But who would who would fault so him if he was? what is he going to donate? A bunch of fountains without metals? Because that's what... <laughs> That's what he likes to sell. So I really, I wonder what he, I wonder what he plan. I mean, Garucci, yes, but Phantom, yeah, just a, uh, just another one to get his name out there. So Trump has said he will deliver an address at the event, a moment that will prove a test of his ability to overcome political instincts and make a speech that does not attack his opponents but transcends the partisanship and score settling for which he is notorious. So then Bruce says, I can't tell you whether the president should or shouldn't speak. If he's the president of the United States, he's elected uh, so he can speak. Uh, I guess Bruce is worried about this uh, turning into some type of political rally. And he's like, well, half of my half of my customers are Democrats, half are Republicans. So he's trying not to aggravate anybody, but he still wants it known that he donated seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to to the nation celebration in fountains with no medals it's amazing <laughs> though the guy that doesn't want the tariff doesn't mind having the medals taken out of fireworks has the, has uh, bruce ever been to an nfa or he doesn't go to those things right uh no he's uh doesn't go to nfa or pgi he's right. more of the apa guy so oh okay you know. yeah is that more of display fireworks apa no well apa is made up of display fireworks and then the big companies who basically own all the box stores and uh. sell uh you know the fountains in the safe and saying that's why when he's going to donate 750,000 I I guess these are just round fountains with no metals. <laughs> that's good. It should be a, it should be a great show. <laughs> well, I you know, yeah, I mean, you should you should have got in on that. You should have donated some stuff to Trump. I uh, had uh, yeah, I had mean, they asked you would have been there. Uh, you know, I mean you're I'm, a Trump supporter. I'm not worth nowhere near the money. Uh, not even one one thirtieth or one 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 hundredth of what Bruce is worth. Uh, but once again, you made your money in the fireworks business. Support the real fireworks business. That's what I agree. All, right. all rich people should do if they made their money in fireworks, then they should really support the fireworks <laughs> industry. There you go. All yes. right. A little closer to home. Uh, camp. There's. Uh, there'll be. July 4th fireworks anyway, even if not in St. Paul. So I guess they're St. Paul, Minnesota. They're having a problem. They can't get the money they need for a fireworks show. Um, the mayor said, I can't in good conscience support spending tax dollars on a fireworks display in St. Paul this year. So there's a fundraising. There's a GoFundMe thing. So if anybody local wants to go and try and uh, donate some money and get some fireworks, I don't know if they're going to get it this year, but you know, go on their website or whatever and donate. That's the um, maybe you could donate to that instead of you know in Washington you could do St. Paul. It's yeah, I do St. Paul. I would yeah. I would support that. The the thing that uh, with the boom tax that is um, the part that's probably going to get most affected are some of these small towns that have a hard enough time justifying the money for fireworks. If you raise it up another twenty five percent, right, they're probably going to drop out of the game um, because it's just that much more extra money and they're already ha they're already underfunded and having a problem getting getting funds for a fireworks show because people so there are some people who don't like fireworks they're like why are we wasting our money on fireworks we should be using it for garbage collection or whatever right you know, right so. right right yeah um yeah yeah exactly and they, they also say too the boom tax is going to affect like these little 
um, I guess non for profits, a lot of non for profits sell fireworks to raise money, like Girl Scout cookies, Girl Scout fireworks. So, yeah, I, I uh, you have a lot of donation things in the store, right? Do you know there's, yeah, you get, there's always a sign up. We do, uh, yeah, I mean, we get a lot of them, yeah, lend a hand and different ones we work lend with throughout the years, and uh, bikers, and the word's gotten out that we donate to different causes. I mean, I you get so many of them. It, and it's hard to say no, but they always just keep coming in for somebody who's got cancer, and it just. Do yeah. you uh, do you do anything with regards to like? Uh, and this is more of a Dino question than a John question. Do you do? Do you go like to local chamber of commerce meetings or breakfasts, or do you do you meet any of the local uh, business Ab- people? Absolutely not. No, I haven't. I, I I bond with the locals, but I haven't gone to any. <laughs> you do bond with the local commerce meetings. I've got. Oh, he's a local. <laughs> I, I, I've got enough meetings right now. I don't have time for chamber. Well, no, time. obviously you couldn't go yeah. now, but I mean, you know, and you know, that's a banking thing. That's how they want you to go to all these meetings and stuff. You well, know, he spends a lot of time at City Hall, but maybe just not. You know, <laughs> that's something. <laughs> yeah, he spends a lot. He let's just put it this way: he spends a lot of time downtown and around the area. But, thank you. Thank you. Not always. Uh, you know, really not always making I, the right I put movie. in my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Now, this is a little of the bad boy news. A thousand pound cache of illegal fireworks seized in Redwood City, San Francisco. Three arrested. Three men were arrested after the cache was discovered Thursday when detectives were following up on another case at the home in Redwood City, according to police. The detectives spotted illegal fireworks at the house. Several people tried to get away but were detained. After getting a search warrant, police found more than 1,000 pounds of fireworks in the home, and San Mateo's County Sheriff's Office bomb squad assisted with collection, storage, and disposal. So, um, wow, I do like that word "cache," though. That's a nice word. That would be. That's a nice word. You could use that for a um, for a firework. Yeah. For a, uh, what am I looking for? You could use that for a fireworks. Uh, here we go. So then, in, in our fireworks judge. Oh, nice. What would you, um, Johnny Star, fireworks judge? You always have a different take on this. Any different take on this? Why? Why would these guys have a thousand? Oh, don't knock your microphone over. Why would these guys have a thousand pounds of fireworks in their house? Is now entering the courtroom. Um, most likely uh, they got on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but it doesn't really say what kind. Just, I mean, illegal fireworks. Well, California is pretty much, you know, everything's illegal in California pretty much in the firework industry. So uh, I guess fountains are allowed there, though, right? Small fountains, I think. Yeah, it says, well, it says all fireworks are illegal in Redwood City in possession and use of them carry fines of up to 50,000 and substantial jail time. Yeah. So. So, I mean, once again, the way they, the way they add up their pounds you know, if if you had 20 cases and the cases are 50 pounds, 40 pounds each, you're they got 20 cases of fireworks That's in not, their house. That's not a heck of a lot. I mean, and you know, you gotta imagine this is fitting in their house. It's not like it's a warehouse. It's just a, right. a normal house. So. Uh, that's really not the end of the world a lot, but I imagine they were going to try and make a little bit of money off this for the 4th of July time and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. have some fun. Or maybe they're just doing a big backyard show. Right. Right. Here's, here's something different. Illegal fireworks amnesty day, um, in Eugene, Oregon. Here's your get out of trouble free card. When it comes to illegal fireworks in Eugene, Oregon this weekend, uh, you can turn in illegal fireworks to officials without getting cited. It's happening this Sunday at the parking lot in the, the Chamber of Commerce, whatever. 
Um, do you think that's necessary? Do, I mean, uh, how do you dispose of fireworks? You, do you just wet it down and throw it in the garbage? Isn't that just good enough? We we have we have a lot of people that bring them in. Do you? They yeah. find them in the garage a couple of years. Uh, they've been and they just don't want to get rid of them. They're like, we just can we br- drop them off and we tell them, yeah, come on, bring them in. We put it on the fifty percent off counter. No. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're, turn, we're turning dollars. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean. Uh, I mean, yeah, they could just turn in all their fireworks to you. Or you'll you'll make sure they get put to good use. I think this, you know, whole turning your old handgun that you got from your father, maybe your grandfather, and you don't want it, is one thing because. We don't know where this gun came from, and hey, I'm I'm not a, you know I don't have a gun. I better just turn right. this in. I can understand that rather than just throw it in the garbage can. I mean, right. But um, you know, maybe if anyone does turn in fireworks, then maybe the city or who the powers that be should then use these fireworks in just a little park display then and put them to good use. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I just mean, use them all. That's that's good. Uh, I don't see many people. I don't see them getting a big turnout for this. Is what I'm saying. Do yeah. You? No. I, I don't think so. And and why turn our landfills into more fireworks when we can light up the sky and pr- and have fun along with them? I mean. There you go. I could see some older person that found these in his garage, like you know, like Dino says, and he, he doesn't know what to do with them, but. Really, how much of that is going to do it? Why wouldn't you just go light it? I mean, right, you know, exactly. So, yeah. all right, so we got Dino here. So I figured, in honor of Dino, uh, let's play, um, let's play poking at the bear. Okay. And then when we come back, um, you know, I know you guys, you guys are together a lot. You talk a lot, and you know, you guys read each other's minds and stuff like that. You know, you know, a, a good manager and a good, uh, you know, boss. You're gonna know what each other is thinking. So we're gonna put that to the test. So okay. you like the uh, show, hundred thousand dollar pyramid? Remember the old Dick oh, Clark one? Boy. <laughs> oh boy, always a theme show. Always here. a theme here show. So we we're gonna do okay. a little, we're gonna do a little pyramid. Okay. After we come back from the song, it only be it'll take just we got one thing, you know, the final round with the six categories. Okay. So we'll just do a final round. Each of you will. Give and take. You know, one will be one will be the pitcher, one will be the catcher. Uh, we'll never, do that. Let's I've never see. played this twenty thousand. I never even watched twenty thousand dollar pyramid. So all right, well I'll show you a little. Me. I'll show you a little video on yeah, it or okay. something, and then you can get the idea. So let's play. Let's play poking at the bear. Okay. Let's do the pyramid, and we'll do a couple small little stories, and we'll get out of here. Okay. Sounds right. good. Sounds good.
right, John. And Dino, we're back. You like that poking at the bear? I do. I like right. that. Oh, so it's it's just, amazing. It's wonderful. Do you go to like the bars or the restaurants or stuff, and they play it on like YouTube for you? I picture him, the Dino got run over by a John Deere. I picture you guys singing that late at night. I bet they would play it at Big Herbs if we went there. No, nah, the only one that would actually play it, I think, is if I was out with Steve. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, could yeah. see Steve playing yeah, it. Steve yeah. would play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and as you can hear by the music, this is the Pyro Pyramid. Yes. Today's special guest, Johnny Starr and Dino. I'm your host, Ron the Banker. So, um, so the way this works is um, all you have to do is get all six subjects on the board in 60 seconds or less. You're only allowed to give a list of things that fit the subject. If you give a description or part of the answer, you will hear this. Wrong Ooh. answer. All right. So let's, I'll, I'll uh, test it out first. I'll go with you first, John. All right. Okay. So um, pretend we have 60 seconds and we'll go. All right. Um, the Arch, the Pedregal, Casa Star. Um, Things in Cabo. There you go. See, and that was, that's what I was looking at. Things in Cabo San nice. Lucas. All right. Look at that. You got it. All right, Dino, you ready? I'll do one for you. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me find one for Dino. Um. I can only imagine. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine, too. Because right. uh, I, I would have gotten that one right, too. All right, no, this one's going to be easy. Um, um, ready, go. Um, oh, here's my girlfriend, Pauline. I love doing podcasts. I call Dino for overdrafts. Um, things Ron tells me all the time. <laughs> close enough. It's things Ron the banker might say. Oh, yeah. All right, okay. you got that. All right. All right. All right, here, John, we'll do one more. All right, um, let me see. Hold on. How does he think of all this? <laughs> all right. Um, we need too much time. A, uh, a concussion bomb, a kiss concert, a jet plane. Um, Things a rock star would have. No, a concussion bomb, a, a mortar shell, a salute. Fireworks. Things that fireworks. A take. rock concert, an airplane. Pyrotechnics. No, um, uh, the radio sometimes, uh, the TV, things if you're hard of hearing, noises. things that are loud. Oh, there you go. So, got it. See, Dino is much better at these game shows. We had a lot more time to watch. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of time kid. to watch. Yeah. There you go. All yeah. right. So what we have here now is well, who wants to start first? Who wants to be the receiver and who wants to be the, uh, Dino, you should start first. Okay. You're better at the game. All right, so John, you have to like avert your eyes, don't look, because oh, okay. I'm going to show Dino these cards. Oh, okay. So I, oh, he's. Okay. Or actually, Dino could just hold the cards himself. Yeah. All right. And then, so he's going to give you the clues. Let, let me start the clock. Are you ready, John? I'm ready. I'm giving you the clues. No, you're he's giving John the clues. So you're you. gonna, you're gonna, you got it. Um. Okay. Give me one second. So you have to list things, right? You got it. I do have it. Yeah, he knows how right. to play this let's, game. Let's try the clock. Ready? Go. Make sure you do this. Uh, call him up and Orders ask. Orders I give Dino. That's good. That's good. Next. The next one. Pass. <laughs> A section where all the little kids like to go in the store. Um, uh, dragons, tanks. The kitty aisle. The, the novelty section. Uh, there you go. There you go. Good one. Good one. Fuse. E-match. All uh, things a pyro uses. Good job. Um, 
It goes up in the air and you see a fireball. Uh, repeater cakes. Oh, uh, 500 uh, gram cakes. No, no, no. Pass. Pass on that one. Uh, you drop it in a tube and it goes up. A reloadable artillery shell. Okay. Uh, tubes. There might be 24 of them. A rack. A big box. Oh, you got four out of six. Parts of a 500 gram cake. Oh. Parts of, and the other one was what a Lampari shell might say, right? What's a Lampari shell going to say? He's going to say, I go up really high. I'm filled with gasoline, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Beep, beep, beep. I'm like a fire. <laughs> that's what that's what ratchets up the tension, and you got to have the music and the yeah, sound effects. I, I like to ratchet up the tension, but all I'm right. all about tension. <laughs> all right, I'll give these to John. Uh, hold on a minute. All right. Yeah, pass those on. Okay. All right. So get get yourself. A, you want to look at the want to look no, at it first? I don't have to. I'm good at this game. <laughs> You're good at this game. Oh god. All right. Tell me when you want me to start the clock. Okay. Go ahead. Start it. Uh, ready, set, go. I gotta leave at nine. I really don't Please like Dino the say. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Mortar tube. Fuse. A explosion in the sky. Things in a firework. Um. The, you you uh, can pass. Pass. I'm like a thing that spins in the air. I go up really high. Sometimes I go I'm boom. I'm sassy. I make I, I I make the sound of a of a whistle. Report. Um, I go up very high. I spin. Go on to the next one. Pass. Dino, where is the good stuff? Do you have anything in the back room? Uh, something a customer might say. Um, I'm a government. Official, I look for things. That... Something the CPSC might say. That's good enough. Good enough. Good Go enough. next one. Okay. Oh, oh man, John, you are not good at that. I'm good at it. All right, we'll give him some more without the clock. We'll go to this one. Okay. Um, colors, names, words, description. Things um, following a firework. Yeah, fireworks label, right? Fireworks label. There you go. Good. Mm-hmm. What was the other one you didn't get? Uh. What a Girondola might, might say. That's a hard one. I'm spinning. I yeah. go up in the air. I make a whistle sound. Well, couldn't he say? What's what's a popular uh, cake with a Girondola? Double trouble. Oh, double right. Trouble. Oh, I'm I'm in a I'm in a double I'm trouble. Like a I hope I get shot off. Yeah, yeah. or an instigator. Yeah, yeah that see. might say. Yeah. And what a fuse might say. Yeah, that's a tar- that's a hard one. <laughs> All right, we're going again. No, no, I don't no, have any more. All right, I won. We're paying by the hour. <laughs> no, paying. I got four out of six. You didn't get four out of six. No, he you won. You barely said he four won. And the guy who's giving the clues is well. It doesn't matter either way. Oh, really? He's better at giving clues than you are. So he, he yeah. communicates better than you. Yeah, well, I, I think don't like to communicate. <laughs> that's our takeaway. Yeah. All right, a couple of last stories. Gary Thurlson. You know who this guy is, John? Uh, Dino does. He's yes. the first North Dakotan with an estimated worth of a billion, according to Forbes. Yeah. He's the first North Dakota billionaire. What is? And he's a, a hotel guy. He started with one hotel. He built it up to about 300. Is he like? Oh, really? We used to have a. There's a. We have a few Thurlsons that are customers of ours. No. Yeah, his sons. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, here's this is a picture. Yes. All yeah. right. Okay. I didn't know you knew the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Last one, John. Ready? Yep. This is our famous. Oh, what did I do? I started wrong one. What would Johnny do? What? What would I do?
You know, uh, you know, who Alice Cooper is. Yes. School's out for yeah. summer. Um, there's a bunch of other songs. Good guy. He's How about little... the, is it boys are uh, smoking in a boys' room? No, that's no, that's, that's Motley Crue. No, that's yeah, but that's T Rex did it first, uh, yeah. I think. But no, it's uh, um, Alice Cooper. Is Alice he, Cooper. School's out. Around, Welcome he, to my nightmare. Be my Frankenstein. In, he doesn't he hang around in Hawaii. He also yeah. on a radio station. He's got uh, that drives an old truck. Yeah, I, met that, him. I don't. You met him? Yeah. Really? Okay. Well. Um, this is what would Johnny do? Okay. Uh, you know what? And uh, we'll, we'll go. Uh, we'll go instead of. So Alice Cooper shuts down a rumor that he has a. There was a rumor out there that he has a death pact with his wife. So, uh, re- so this is what would Johnny do? So we're talking. Let's talk about death pact. So uh, he said something apparently that got taken out of context, and the internet just blew up. Um, and basically, they said there's, he, you know, everybody was saying that he's got a death pact. If she dies first, he'll kill himself. He's like, that's not the truth. Whatever it went on and on and on. So, what would Johnny do? Um, would you do a death pact if uh, Dino decided to go first? Would you? Would you no, kill yourself? Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't handle it without. I just couldn't handle it without him. No, I would. Uh, if, if if something happened to Dino, I would. Uh, yeah, take my own life. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dino? If John went first, what would you do? Would you just walk away from Star? I'd, uh, He'd get out of the wholesale well, business. Yeah, I, I'd, get out, I'd get out of the wholesale business. I'd ask Michelle once what she wanted for the business. She can keep the wholesale. I just wanted the retail, and that's it. Yeah, see, she's, he's already planning my afterlife. <laughs> he's already planning you know, your me, demise. Right away, I would say, yeah, something happened to Dino. I want to be there with him in hell. There's no way I'd let him go there alone. In hell? You're assuming he's going to hell? We'll, oh, my God. Yeah, we'll Is meet, that up for discussion? <laughs> we'll meet someday soon. Yeah. <laughs> again we'll meet again uh, so uh yeah no something happened to dino i mean i'm not talking about next week but i mean maybe you know if we're both 90 years old yeah i say, ah, you know what the heck dino let's just end it for you know you're going on we'd be like we'd be like modern day notebook you know the movie notebook yeah the movie Notebook. i never yeah. saw that oh, movie great movie great movie yeah, is there a, so, is that about a death pact no no it's just that uh you know he uh Loved his wife so much when when she died, he he basically died. He died. To, they died together almost. Oh like, you yeah, know, you like, hear stories about that. People who are married a really yeah, long time. That happened to a friend of mine where yeah. uh, he collapsed at his wife's uh, funeral and, uh, and he died. Yeah, he died. Holy yeah, cow! Yeah, he collapsed at his wife's funeral, went into a coma, and then two days later he died. They buried them together. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. I wouldn't have a death pet. I mean, no, no, there's would, no reason to. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, yeah. I, I, it's, it sounds like Alice Cooper doesn't have one either, but the, no. they they made it out to be something it wasn't. But that's just, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Life that. goes on. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. and, um, look at you being all philosophical. Yes, you know, but uh, so. no, but yeah, if something happened to Dino, yeah, I would, I'd have to probably do a death pack with him. <laughs> It would be hard to run Starfire without Something Dino. happened to me, he might have to take a day off. Yeah. <laughs> Just one. Before we're back to work. Do you want to be buried like Seabiscuit, like Johnny, or you want a bunch oh, yeah. of flowers around flowers and stuff? All over. You want you want the people hundreds and thousands of people mourning? Oh yeah. No, I, I want just... three days. <laughs> You're such a narcissist. Three days with a bunch of flowers. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> when you're walking in after your home, you you will think Seabiscuit died. <laughs> Uh, what about you, John or Dino? I just want to go slow, uh, quiet, and peaceful. <laughs> slow, <laughs> quiet. There's nothing peaceful. new there. Kind of, kind of like what he does in life. Yeah. <laughs> just quiet go slow, peaceful. quiet, and peaceful. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. If See, I go, I want to go fast. Maybe fall over a bowl of fettuccine. You know. 
Yeah, just like the Godfather, my right? My favorite just, Italian right? restaurant just fall right over, and that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and you'll be you'll be screaming the whole way down. I don't like carbs anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slow, slow and peaceful is good. I like slow and peaceful, but uh, I want to go fast and furious. <laughs> John's gonna be late to his funeral. Yeah, the oh, pallbearers yeah. will be walking down, and John will still be trying to get in the casket because he had a deal yeah. he had to take care of. Somebody owed him money. You know, a, a quick, yeah. a, a quick, uh, you know, a joke here. You know, a guy was uh, buried his wife after 40 years, and as they were leaving the church with the pallbearers and stuff, they're carrying the casket, and they you know kind of ran into the pew and um you know and all of a sudden the casket jarred and all of a sudden they heard moans and stuff and the casket opened it up and the wife was still alive really and they were just all in shock mm -hmm. so five years later the wife passed away again and as they were walking out to church the, the husband said whatever you do don't hit nothing <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, slow and peaceful. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's the 4th of July season. Yes. Once again, we're doing some it podcasts. Is, we got to get back to the store. We got to make things happen. Got to get back to the store. Today's we'll, a busy day. We'll do a couple more before the 4th is over. But, yes. uh, um, yeah, but we've been filming, studio we've been filming some videos. We had Clay up on a pallets trying to swing a golf club yesterday woefully missing failed miserably he yeah. said it just couldn't stand on pallets that were kind of shaky yeah. but uh, he had good form the form looked yeah. good yeah stoley just, tried it too yeah. stoley did but he had a turn left yeah he had a turn left to do it so yeah it was good though he did yeah, a good job go. so, yeah mm -hmm. all right guys well it's been fun let's get out yes. here and get back to work <laughs> sounds right. good later later yep. yeah i like these studios this There you go. Let's hook it up.